So welcome uh, to the first episode of the Commoning Design and Designing Commons podcast. Maybe you have heard designers throwing in the word commons or commoning in their conversation and are unsure what it is about. This podcast, uh, introducing the notion of commons and commoning in design, making the concepts more approachable to design practitioners and researchers alike. We are here uh, in the recording studio of the IT University uh, in wonderful Copenhagen. Grey weather, unfortunately, but uh, it's cozy inside. And I'm Joanna Saatsulonen. My name is Sanna Martila. Hi, my name is Giacomo Poderi. And it will not always be only the three of us because uh, each episode will host a practitioner or a design researcher or a commons activist who will bring forward their views on the relationship between design and commons. So the big question, what are commons? What is commoning? Good question, Joanna. Um, I think here it uh, allows us to open up uh, a very broad um, conversation or discussion, but to keep it, uh, uh, trying to keep it simple and brief, uh, we could just uh, go back to some of the, I mean, maybe most foundational work that recently, at least in global north or western countries have opened up again the interest around commons that uh, is the work of uh, Elinor Hostrom, uh, Nobel Prize for her work on uh, uh, economics and uh, around commons as a forms of uh, organizing and uh, preserving uh, primarily uh, at that stage was natural resources uh, from uh, depletion, overconsumption and uh, ultimately uh, destruction. So you can think of um, pastures, fisheries or other natural resources that by using and overuse uh, might be uh, end up being ruined, depleted or uh, yeah, exhausted. So, and there are problems uh, um, that of course come from that uh, depletion and uh, commons, preserving the commons and uh, also then commoning is a way to think of these resources as a way that can be preserved by collaborative action, collective action and some uh, um, collectively decided principle uh, along which we want to preserve these resources and uh, uh, a sort of a contemporary understanding of the commons is focusing on how we can uh, preserve, protect and nurture these uh, resources. Uh, but of course uh, um, that was uh, at 90s, uh, at the end of the 80s and 90s, and it was primarily an economic-based oriented work from Ostrom. And uh, since then, um, a lot of different areas or entry points to the commons have emerged in different uh, and many different fields. Yes, uh, for example, uh, you mentioned uh, Giacomo already that in the 90s uh, there was a new openings uh, for uh, tackling the concept and a notion of commons and uh, because uh, we entered the digitally networked society uh, and the internet was used more, there was a discussion and research about the knowledge commons and digital commons that is uh, different from natural resources because uh, uh, by uh, using them you cannot overuse because they are not uh, um, spent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, then the third uh, point that I would like to add is this uh, activist uh, strand of uh, uh, research and uh, discussion and dialogue about the commons that is focusing on uh, social relations and how we can so self-organize uh, the commons and common uh, resources. And of course that brings the political uh, uh, dilemmas and dimensions to the discussion that uh, also is very um, prominent now in design research. So, so what are, you know, what are examples of commons in, in our everyday life? I mean, uh, would we say that, for example, you, you were saying that there are, for example, these digital commons and knowledge commons. Well, is Wikipedia a commons? Yeah, I would argue it is. Uh, it is a form of uh, knowledge um, uh, sorting, knowledge uh, organizing, and uh, encyclopedic knowledge creation by uh, collective engagement uh, that is uh, freely and openly accessible to uh, everyone and as such can be uh, nurtured by everyone but also accessible and used by everyone. And it is, uh, to that extent, is uh, also a commons because it is, uh, or at least maybe I or we can consider it a commons because uh, it is uh, a, an alternative understanding of uh, encyclopedic knowledge that does not rely on uh, um, on, on um, uh, gatekeeping the knowledge behind uh, paywalls or other forms of uh, uh, enclosure of the knowledge. So it's basically um, preserving an open uh, resource knowledge in this case uh, through the medium of digital uh, platforms such as Wikipedia. And uh, yeah. I would argue also that uh, Wikipedia is a good example of uh, commons and digital commons and to add, uh, I think uh, it's uh, important to also understand the social structures and rules and rituals uh, that are in common and in commons that uh, these uh, people uh, part of uh, Wikipedia have themselves been part of shaping. So that has the autonomy uh, on the uh, rules and the practices uh, how we actually are maintaining and accumulating these common resources. So, Sana, are you already kind of touching on this um, commoning? I mean, there's a lot of buzz about, you know, it's suddenly we're talking about a verb. Is, is that part of, of, of this need to, to talk about this action, these uh, social uh, uh, practices, etc.? Yes, uh, precisely. I think the word uh, commoning was coined in order to uh, foreground the ac agency uh, around commons and that they have an active form and not only talking about the resources and how they're managed, but the relationships between people and the resources and how they are unfolded and how they are becoming. Because uh, in what is important in commoning and uh, commons is that is not in static uh, but it is uh, becoming and it's uh, a part of uh, our activities who are taking part of commons so i guess um, i mean we 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 at least all the three of us and there's a whole bunch of other people out there that that have been 
starting to to think that this this concept of commons and commonings are useful and interesting to explore further in the context of design um so so and that's part of the the, the podcast right the, the aim of the podcast is uh, what are the connections between uh commons commonings and design design research design as a practice doing design and uh um you remember sana already almost 10 years ago we <laughs> We had started, uh, uh, we had a seminar uh, when we were at Alto University in, in Helsinki and uh, trying to, to, to start making connections between, um, between these two worlds in a way. And uh, the three of us also have been uh, engaged in uh, different workshops at different design conferences, etc., uh, trying to explore further the, the, these connections. Uh, but I think we don't have uh, a definite, uh, you know, uh, um, a research agenda or uh, or or definite uh, answers, and and we hope that um, with the people we will invite actually to this podcast, they will help us uh, think together about these uh, these connections. Um, but anything uh, from art side that we want to say that well, so so why why are we actually interested in in making these connections? Oh well, from my side, uh, I've always been interested in in this um, ultimately the complexity that uh, resides in in uh, in trying to preserving or engaging with. Uh, creation or the, the defense or the nurturing of a commons and it has uh, a lot of interesting questions from uh, from a, a research or analytical uh, perspective uh, what does it do to us uh, people who engage in these practices uh, to be part of those practices how does the fact that we are engaging uh, as such uh, affect us uh, as as human as a uh, social uh, uh, beings and uh, and i've always been interested in this form of uh, commitment the, as i said the, the complexity the, the 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 problems that comes because also these these um, social gatherings that engage in these practices are um, sort of uh, uh, full of um, of uh, problems, contradictions and, and challenges that they have to face. So it's not just uh, a, a silver bullet to create uh, that automatically makes uh, everything better. It's something that we have to struggle with, something that we have to be somehow also deeply committed sometimes. And uh, it is to me, it has always been interesting from, a, if you want, from an uh, ethnographer, sociologist point of view, but also as a person that is also very interested in more uh, intervention-based forms of research and so trying to to see whether we can support or we can engage with those practices, but also, as maybe we said at the beginning, how those practices also change us, uh, change our, uh, our field maybe itself. So, and this is something that, uh, yeah, over the past uh, maybe eight, ten years I've also been engaged in. 
I have been doing uh, research on cultural commons and uh, it started also quite many years ago when I was uh, collaborating with different cultural institutions and uh, it was at the time when uh, cultural institutions such as libraries, museums and archives were opening up their digital uh, collections. They have digitized uh, a lot of their holdings and then uh, there was a discussion what to do with these uh, uh, different uh, um, archival uh, collections. And uh, my background is in participatory design, so uh, the idea of commons and commoning and uh, shared uh, resources and responsibilities uh, resonated very well with the political agenda that uh, participatory design had. And uh, when working with these institutions and along with different user groups, uh, it became evident that, uh, like Giacomo said about that, we need the commitment and uh, long-term uh, thinking because uh, it comes... Uh, about the funding, because many of our research and uh, even being a practitioner uh, in design comes from a commissioned work or then research projects that are maybe two years, three years, if we are very lucky, five years. But this is uh, when working with uh, culture and working with cultural heritage, it's uh, very uh, short-sighted uh, that you have to uh, create conditions for different communities and stakeholders to uh, have this long-term commitment. So I was uh, fascinated by this idea of uh, uh, introducing commons and commoning with digital cultural heritage and what if we could think heritage in a way that it would be common, that we all have a, a possibility to take part of the decision-making and uh, using it and uh, because it's very vital for our history and for our cultural identity. So uh, that was my take on it and I think it's uh, as a practitioner for me it uh, gives a possibility to our um, vocabulary and thinking and theoretical framework of uh, creating these conditions and uh, trying out different things together with the people involved in those uh, uh, different uh, assets or resources. And uh, it is uh, difficult to navigate those uh, complexities because people participate in different, uh, having different commitments, different uh, motivations and uh, um, in terms of um, thinking about cultural resources even, of course, there is uh, interest to benefit out of them and who benefits and profits out of them. And, uh, of course, then there's the other discourse that what if this should be open for all to build upon and, and reuse. So it very much resonates in this kind of thinking uh, and uh, you wrote a PhD about that. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> infrastructure and cultural commons. So. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Uh, for me, I think it, it started maybe with um, the interest I have with the, with the urban context. So, I mean, having been originally trained as an architect and having worked in, in urban design uh, projects, um, I've been interesting, uh, you know, who, who has the right basically to to do stuff uh, in the space of the city. And I think here this, maybe this entry point for me was more in terms of um, 
the urban commons, like some people call it. Uh, and with that, looking at, at how, how people, residents, citizens, people who pass by by cities take um, uh, into uh, nurturing some parts of the city. Like, for example, we, we can see with with uh, people starting, uh, you know, urban gardenings in parts uh, of the city and, and um, uh, um, self-organizing, basically, to, to take care of, of a little part of, of the city and stuff like that. Um, but also, I think, like both of you, uh, this interest in the commons also very much relates to, to participatory design, which I have also... Um, practiced for for quite a while and from there this um this interest in understanding design also beyond just something that is done for the money basically so looking at how communities of people engage in design activities and how this kind of community-based design might uh, resemble or have um, affinities with uh, what other people would uh, consider as commoning. So, so from there, I, I I'm also interested in in this connection. Um, so, slowly, I think we will uh, end uh, this first episode. Uh, I hope uh, you stay with us uh, and check out uh, the next one. Um, in brief, we will be kind of asking our guest uh, uh, different questions, all relating to, to the relationship between commons, commoning and design. What does it mean for practitioners or researchers? What does it mean for them uh, personally? How they have engaged in, in this reflection or in this activism related to, to commons and, and commoning? Um, and with some of the, the guests, we, we will also bring uh, out uh, uh, something we have worked on together, which is the Pluriversal uh, Card Deck that is about uh, providing a, a vocabulary for commons and commoning in the context of, of design. Uh, we'll probably put a link to it in uh, the description of the postcard, but we will also discuss it further with uh, our guests. Um, we would also like to uh, invite you, our listeners, to uh, uh, comment on what you have heard and also if you have any um, relevant thoughts or suggestions uh, for our guests what to talk about and we would like to continue the discussion with you online. Yeah, and also just as a uh, final word, maybe this is a, a, a very uh, a new project for us, uh, and we are very uh, happy to to Nervous having started, yeah, <laughs> having started it, and uh, we look forward to see how it develops. And as Sun has just said, uh, we hope to get uh, feedback or comments from you and uh, uh, to see how we are doing, but also what we could do uh, to make it more interesting and more um, also relevant for for you as audience. Okay, so I would say bye and uh, to the next episode. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye.